0: Okay, ladies, when this episode releases, it will be Thanksgiving week. Where in Disney World would you want to have Thanksgiving dinner?
1: Oh, ho! excellent question. Mm-hmm. I see we're all jumping at the chance to answer it.
0: I know what I have in my head.
1: Won't you share with us, please?
0: I will start since you all just gave me blank stares when I asked this question. I'm whelmed by the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, over or under? Yep. Both? (laughs) So it's a bad question?
1: (laughs) No. It's just so much.
0: It's whelming. It is whelming. Okay. I am going to choose Art Smith's Homecoming for my Thanksgiving dinner because it's probably the closest you're going to find to, like, a turkey dinner. That's not true. Well, you you can pick somewhere else when it's your turn to talk.
1: But I'm just saying that it's not... No, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> but you can get like chicken dishes. You can get all the sides, like mashed potatoes and gravy and biscuits and all the things. I w- and probably specifically, I would want to go do like the Art Smith Homecoming brunch, which has a little bit of breakfast foods, a little bit of dinner foods. You're supposed to eat yourself sick on Thanksgiving, so that's what I would do at Art Smith's Homecoming.
1: Yes. And then give thanks for it.
0: And then give thanks for it.
1: And then pay for it.
0: In multiple ways. Yes. Yes.
1: Where is that restaurant located? Disney Springs. Okay.
0: Where in Disney Springs? Map? Oh, map?
1: I believe it is in the area called The Landing. Okay. Has it been there the entire
2: time, or is it fairly new? Uh, It's
0: six or seven years old, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's been around for a bit.
1: A bit, but not... Forever. Okay.
0: Okay. Where else are we having Thanksgiving dinner in Disney World? I have one. Okay.
3: Okay. I'm gonna keep it simple, and I'm gonna say Garden Grill.
1: Oh,
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Family
2: style.
3: It's family style. It's home cooking. It's homey, comforting. That's what Thanksgiving. Plus the characters
1: is. in their farmer outfits. The characters.
3: Mm.
2: A1. A1? A1. Why do people keep saying that? That's a steak sauce. <laughs> top tier. A1? Is that what mm-hmm. the kids are saying? The youths? The youths? Yes. All right. A1. Cool.
1: Top drawer. <laughs> Absolutely drawer. top drawer.
2: Right on.
0: <laughs> this is going to be that kind of an episode. I can tell already. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready for lots of recent and not so recent pop culture moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Art Smith's Homecoming Garden Grill.
2: I'm gonna go with 50s Prime Time Cafe. Ooh, that's a
0: really good choice.
2: Yeah, because it's one you where... forgot all about that, didn't you? I did, <laughs> and that was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I I thought at least one of you would say that. Were you gonna say that one, Candice? Okay, because that one is just, you know, comforting foods, and you got lots of pie choices for desserts, and just, you know.
0: A peanut butter and jelly milkshake.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could use one of those right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go, and we'll take 24 hours to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it.
0: <laughs> okay, Candice.
1: All right. Well, I think, honestly, I'm going to say Animal Kingdom.
0: Like the whole place,
1: yeah. Okay, and just kind of pick different things from different spots. Mm. Like particularly, I'm thinking about the African corn that you can get at the Harambe Market. Okay, and then just kind of like pick and choose my way around for different things. Yeah, just graze yeah. all day. Yeah, I, I like mean that. that's also part of Thanksgiving is grazing. Yes, yes, mindlessly mm-hmm. for hours.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: But I was going to say that you can actually get a very close to Thanksgiving dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern in Magic Kingdom.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: They do have turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and all the things. Good to know. Any time of year.
0: Welcome to Hanging at the Hanger Bar. I'm Scott.
2: I'm Candace. I'm Lariah. And I'm Lacey. Grab a drink and come hang with us at the Hanger Bar.
1: Welcome back to Hanging at the Hangar Bar, everyone. We are so glad to have all four of us back together again. Woot woot! Yay! Woo! And we are, it's a bittersweet evening. We are rapidly wrapping up season three. Can you all believe that?
2: No. Not at all. Boo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and... In our discussion, we are continuing our way around the World Showcase Lagoon in Epcot, covering the four pavilions that we have not yet touched on.
0: Okay, so let's recap where we've been the last couple weeks. Okay. So starting at Mexico, mm-hmm. moving to Norway, mm-hmm. moving to China, mm-hmm. moving to
1: Please, Germany.
0: Germany is next. Mm-hmm.
1: Then Italy. Then
0: Italy. Then American Adventure. American Adventure. And then Japan. the Japan Pavilion. Mm-hmm. That's where we've been over the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So we're leaving Japan. Where are we going next?
1: We are going to Morocco.
0: That's a couple people here's favorite pavilion, I think.
1: It is mine for sure. It's just beautiful. It's probably my second favorite pavilion.
0: Okay, tell us all about it.
1: Okay. Nine tons of tile were handmade, hand cut, and shipped from Morocco to Epcot to create this World Showcase pavilion. To capture the unique quality of this North African nation's architecture, Moroccan artisans came to Epcot to practice the mosaic art that has been a part of their homeland for thousands of years. A (laughs) courtyard with a fountain at the center leads to the Medina, or the Old City, between the traditional alleyways and the more modern sections are pointed arches and swirling patterns of the Bob Bujalad gate, a replica of the one that stands at the city of Fez. An ancient working water wheel irrigates the gardens, and the motifs repeated throughout the buildings include carved plaster wood, tile, and brass. Spice road table located right on the right on the lagoon is an ideal spot to catch a breeze off the water while sipping pomegranate mimosa or other cocktail and sampling Moroccan small plates. Live entertainment may be presented on World Showcase Promenade. And Jasmine drops by to say hello to guests.
0: That's awesome. It's a beautiful pavilion. Mm -hmm. And we we often talk about what Imagineers think about. There's a little-known fact, well, it's probably not so little-known fact, about a ride, an attraction, in another park that is actually part of Morocco. Any guesses?
1: I know. I know.
0: The map can't say. I'll even give you a hint. The other ride attraction that is a part of Morocco is in Hollywood Studios.
2: Really? Because I was going to say somewhere in Adventureland. In Magic Kingdom. They have a little spot that looks...
0: So when you were standing in Morocco, Mm -hmm. you look over the top of the buildings, you can see Tower of Terror. Oh. They painted the backside of Tower of Terror to match the color palette of Morocco... So when you're looking, it doesn't look out of place.
2: Mm-hmm. How cool. Wow.
0: How, like you think about what Imagineers think That's about. That's detail right there. They think about the color of the backside of an attraction that is probably half a mile away.
1: But because you can see it on the sight lines, you don't want it to be like obscuring a picture or anything like that.
2: Hmm. That is so cool.
0: Yeah. So that's the only pavilion that has a part of it that's in another park.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what came to my mind? I'm not being negative, but you know how some people complained about um, Galaxy's Edge, that you could see Toy Story Land? Do you think that they're eventually going to do something about that to immerse people?
0: Where can... I guess when we were there, like you have to, you could walk through like the little entryway, but I don't remember being able to see Toy Story Land.
2: I don't either, but there was someone complaining. It like went around that people were complaining that you could see Toy Story Land or other parts of the park from Galaxy's Edge and it like ruined the magic.
0: Took you out. Yeah, it would. Like if you can see Toy Story Land, all of a sudden you're not on a, on a foreign planet.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Okay, but how close were they looking? See, like, were they I trying don't... to pick that out? Like,
0: were they on their way out and walking through the tunnel? Oh, I can already see.
3: Yeah, like calm I down. Mean,
2: you know,
0: or is it you're you're standing on a walkway and oh, you look over and you can see Buzz standing there.
2: Right. See, I just I only make that point because I feel Buzz like in the Galaxy's It. <laughs> like, do you think Imagineers? are still as good today as they were back then.
0: We should put that on our list of season four episode we topics. should. I think they, they're doing the best they can with the resources they've been given.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not knocking the Imagineers, but from how much they put out anymore, how much they add to the park, I just wonder if sometimes those little details are missed because that to me that um, about tower terror that's amazing that they would consider Mm -hmm. that so that's why my mind went back to that comment someone made that like maybe the goal there was to just get everything up and maybe later on they'll kind of
0: go back and fix mm -hmm. plant some trees or something yeah yeah i don't know okay let's go back to morocco okay Spice Road Table is the main restaurant there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or I should say correct.
1: Yes, you are correct.
0: (laughs) And what kind of food does Spice Road Table serve?
1: Um, So they have, it's very small plates, like little tapas style, only Mediterranean. Okay. Because tapas is Spanish. Right. Um, So it's Mediterranean dishes. They have things like hummus fries... Mm. which look amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they have things like lamb kebabs and different things like
0: that. Okay. and What makes it your favorite pavilion?
1: It's visually stunning. And like the deeper into it that you get, the more removed from everything else you are. And it's just the lighting and it's just very peaceful. Mm-hmm.
0: And you may have said this in your description, but this is the only pavilion that was actually sponsored by the nation's government, right?
1: Yes. So the royal family of Morocco sent their best architects and things over to oversee the building of this pavilion. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: What kind of shopping is there in Morocco? Can you buy things?
1: You can buy things. As a matter of fact, my first time there... I bought an Indiana Jones hat, which I still have somewhere. And I also bought a brass bust of King Tut.
0: Oh, that's right. Your first non-Disney Disney souvenir. Yes. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I bought... I also bought my giant Mickey that trip, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's important, too. It is.
2: Yeah, I bought something in the Moroccan pavilion. Um, Hamsey is that what Hamza Hamza Mm -hmm. I think I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly yeah it was like a a keychain sort of deal it's metal It's like the hand with the eye in the middle oh yes okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I bought that for a my boyfriend and he still has it on display he loves it because the stuff there I think it's pretty authentic yes so Mm -hmm. yeah that's the cool part about it too is like I feel like most of the countries are European countries, so I think that's why it kind of stands apart, too, because it's,
1: you know... It's African. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We are Africa. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus points to the listeners that know what that's from. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Just like Bono. We are Africa. Stop it.
1: (laughs) But yes, and this is another one of those pavilions that I can't stress enough that you take the time to go and explore. Because there are like art exhibits and all of those kind of things. You just have to know where to find them.
2: Yeah, I I want a pomegranate mimosa and just kind of walk around and dilly-dally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like we talked about last week, this is another one that I don't think I've explored as much as I'd like to. Because mm-hmm. it goes further back in than you think it does. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 Sorry? No, you're not. No, But I'm it's not. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just more to see and do back in there than what you would think.
2: Oh, Candace... I'm looking at the menu, and they have dolmas. Oh, dolmas. Remember our dolmas kick we were on? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We were so confused whether we loved them or didn't like them, but we wanted
1: them all the time. We would just randomly crave them. Yeah. They're different. They're very, very different. Yeah. But delicious all at the same time. Very. I think for me, it was more of a texture thing. Yeah. Like with the grape leaf, Mm -hmm. it was a bit and the oil because it wasn't like crisp it was kind of slimy yeah yep and then the mint and the rice was a little odd
2: yeah the herbs and everything it's it's unique it really is but it's not gross by any means it's Uh -uh. just so different different. than what we're used to exactly i'd try them oh me too they also have a pomegranate chili crispy cauliflower Mm. sold yeah so that sounds fun i'm thinking we might have to make a pit stop yeah
3: well fun fact mediterranean is my favorite cuisine
1: is it yes
3: so i for one would really love to go there
1: yes so here's a little known fact well little known to us but Uh, Spice Road Table is one of the restaurants that has a fireworks dining package that you can get where you have you choose from two of the small plates that you want Uh, they make a tagine for everybody to share in your party and then they have desserts and unlimited beverages and you get to go and you get to sit and you get to enjoy all of this with like preferred fireworks viewing location Really? It's like $89 a person or something, which I don't think is bad. Worth it, yeah. yeah.
2: I love that.
3: That would be so
2: much fun. Yeah, sold.
0: Anything else from Morocco that we need or want to discuss? I want to make sure we're dedicating as much time to these as we did the first couple of pavilions. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, so the thing about it is is that Morocco... It's beautiful, but you have to get into it to appreciate it. Yeah. Because it's one of those that's real easy to just walk on by. Yeah, because
0: there's not a lot to do.
1: Right. But take the time, find the things. Yeah, Anna and Elsa aren't there, so...
0: It doesn't have the first department store. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. the appeal of, like, the Chinese gardens. It doesn't have
1: But if you think that the royal family sent their architects over to build the thing... That's when you take the moments to go back yeah. and appreciate what you're actually looking at. Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. If mm-hmm. you get deep in there, that's what she said, you can almost, like, transport yourself to Morocco. hmm Like, they did so well with the details and the music and everything that, and it almost feels hotter there, but
1: you're also in Florida. Right. So it's I already think it might hot. just be, you know, hot air trapped in the walkways and things. yeah. But as most things are in the world of Disney, which I don't know why this happens, but it is, it's beautiful in the daytime, but at night that pavilion kind of comes to life because they've got all the really cool lamps, which is another thing that you can buy in the gift shop is those Turkish lamps with the pretty colored glass on them. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy them. Um, but they're strewn throughout the pavilion, and so all that light's bouncing all over the place, and it's just kind of soft. and. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: Do they have a dedicated meet of Jasmine, or does she just kind of walk through?
1: I think she's probably got a meet-and-greet spot at okay. certain times. Okay.
0: Can you buy a genie?
1: No. <laughs> you can buy a genie's lamp.
0: But there's no genie that comes with it? No,
1: that would cost way more.
0: That's probably true. Okay, so leaving Morocco, mm-hmm. where are we going next? France. Ooh, France. All Francais.
1: Very good.
0: <laughs> oui. Oui. No, that's, that's England, isn't it? Oui. Yes, but we as French oui, oui. <laughs> we we wee wee oui, we oui, mon cheri,
1: would you like to keep going, or would you like me to read the thing read the thing, you sure, yes, all right, nine buildings here have mansard roofs and casement windows so gallic in appearance that you may expect to see a bohemian poet looking down from above. A canal-like offshoot of the lagoon seems like the Seine itself. The footbridge that spans it recalls the old post Pont des Arts. Mm. I didn't say that right. There's a kiosk like those that puncture the streets of Paris. Punctuate, not puncture. Goodness, words are hard. (laughs) Rewind.
2: I do that all the time. I'll go.
1: (laughs) So there's a kiosk like those that punctuate the streets of Paris, and a bakery whose heavenly rich aromas announce its presence long before it's visible. Elegant shops sell perfumes, wine, and other items. The roofs are fashioned with real copper or slate, and the cabinetry is finely crafted. Galerie d'Aul, the iron and glass ceilinged market that Paris once counted as one of its most beloved institutions, lives again. Dun-dun-dun. (laughs) Dun-dun. An interesting (laughs) background note, the main entrance to the pavilion recalls the architecture of Paris, most of which was built during the Belle Epoque, the last decades of the 19th century. Note that Aurora of Sleeping Beauty fame has been known to mingle with guests in this pavilion. So there you go. France. 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 France.
0: I would say would would we agree that France maybe has the best food in world showcase?
1: I mean bread and cheese, you can't really go wrong. Right? You've got a good point there. But then also pastries. Oh, yes. And croissant. Croissant.
0: Croissant.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the menu for Chefs
1: de France right now. So, but here's the thing about that comment while she's looking at that menu. I've heard multiple reviews of different restaurants in that pavilion, and they seem to be really hit or miss. Like, it's not... Static, as far as everything is absolutely fabulous. Like, there's some hits, some misses, some, it kind of depends. Really? Yeah. Like Hmm. Chefs de France. I've heard various things about that, that it's good, that it's not great.
2: I mean, looking at the menu, because I do think that French food is a very, um, like, you cannot be picky to eat French food because even looking at the menu right here, escargot, I know that at least two out of the four of us would not try it. I know Candace would not try it. I've correct? tried it. Oh, you have tried it? I have. And did you like it?
1: I actually did. But okay. I think that was because there was so much garlic and butter and cheese on the top of it that I couldn't really discern what else was happening and I just had to make myself eat it and not think about it.
2: Would you eat it again?
1: Yes. In okay. Th- the correct space. Namely Disney Cruise Line. Yes. Yes. Cuz that's where I tried it. I see. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: And then we have a tartare de salmon. I don't know how to say the rest of the stuff, but raw salmon tartare, lightly smoked cucumber dill sauce.
1: That doesn't sound bad. It sounds a lot like lox.
2: Yeah. Which I like occasionally. And then we have a French onion soup. And then um, baked goat cheese with walnuts, grapes, tomatoes. Endives, endive, endive, mixed greens, and those are your appetizers. And then we have a fillet salmon, rice pilaf, um, braised pork shank, um, tuna saku rare with calamari, almond ratatouille, creamy corn, olives. That's all right. I not creamy corn. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the plant-based option, there is ratatouille served on quinoa with kale. Yeah, I mean, and then we have, like, macaroni baked with cream and gruyere cheese. Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh-huh. Braised beef and cabernet, baby onions, carrots, and pasta. Oh, linguine. So... Yeah. yeah, it would be close to bouffe bourguignon. Mm-hmm. And then grilled tenderloin of beef with green peppercorn sauce, potato gratin, green beans. So, I mean, it does seem a little more, like, not as, I don't want to say weird, but different than what you would think. Because I think in France, this is very, like... Americanized. It's an
0: Americanized version, and I was—I was just as you were reading through the menu, I was looking at a map, and of all the pavilions, France is probably the one that is most. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, a caricature of the country.
1: Uh-huh.
0: A caricature, caricature? yeah, uh-huh. caricature. That's a hard word to say. It's a
1: very large word. <laughs> it is
0: because it has like the mini Eiffel Tower. That's yeah. not leaning, by the way. The Eiffel Tower doesn't lean. Yeah.
3: I know. Tell Soren that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> <Roasting>. Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 but like everything about that pavilion feels like it's a cartoon version, where all the other pavilions are very much. Like trying to stay true to the architecture, trying to stay true. And I know the architecture there is, is probably true, but then they throw in the, the Vegas version of things.
2: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. very animated. Right. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's very cliche right. France. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You expect to see the Eiffel Tower when you go to France. So they put a mini Eiffel Tower in. Okay. Maybe they just needed to disguise a cell tower. I don't know, but still. <laughs> They're
1: far before cell phones, dear.
0: Well, it might be a cell tower now. It
1: might be.
3: <laughs> uh, they should have just had a line of, like, cafes. Like a corner cafe mm-hmm. and, like, pastry shops. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and since they kind of expanded that section to add Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, they did put the crepe shop, they did put a couple of other places oh, really? back in there as well. So they're getting close to your idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mean to be cliche either, but
3: a lot of the times when I think of France, Sidewalk cafe. I I think of food, like mm-hmm. pastries and baked goods Right. And cafes. And I don't know
1: and i know we mentioned it a couple of episodes ago but i think i really need to pay a visit to l'artisan de glace yes and get that ice cream sandwich oh
0: uh, yes
1: mm-hmm. brioche bun split with your flavor of ice cream and sauce and then heated in a flip over waffle iron situation so the bread is warm the ice like a panini cold. press kind of thing mm. what flavor of ice cream would you
0: whatever you, oh good question uh-
2: You're like, wait a minute, wait Wait. a minute.
0: (laughs) Let me finish listening.
1: (laughs) What? So, quite honestly, I would love to do some sort of like a sweet cream, ice cream, like maybe with a salted caramel sauce or even a strawberry sauce. (gasps) No, no. Raspberry sauce. Oh, yum. Yes. With the sweet cream ice cream. Yeah.
0: Like, and it's probably gelato.
1: That's not Not ice cream.
0: I know it's not French, but my guess is... Ice cream isn't French either.
1: No. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I would probably go like a caramel. Caramel. Or caramel. Would, did they say caramel or caramel in, in France?
3: Probably neither. <laughs> yeah. probably,
2: I bet they have a French word for it.
0: <laughs> yes. Caramel.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that video of that lady? I think she's on a cooking show. And she's from, I think, somewhere in Europe, and she calls the microwave...
1: Microwave. Yeah. (laughs) Nigella Lawson. She's amazing. She's the the domestic... I have one of her cookbooks upstairs. Really? Yeah, but it's microwave.
2: See? I'm (laughs) sure they come up with something to call caramel caramel. Yeah. (laughs) Caram... Meow. I don't don't know. (laughs) know. But... I'm looking at the other menu for
1: Monsieur Paul.
0: And that's a fancier restaurant too, right? Yes,
1: that's one of those high-end signature dining experiences where you're kind of... You really should go there when you're dressed appropriately for that sort of situation, especially if you're going to pay that kind of money. And in the middle of a theme park, I don't know that that's realistic.
2: Yeah, it's $195 per adult. Plus tax and gratuity. And I mean... The the choices... There's not very many choices. At all. And they sound lovely. But honestly, it seems like you can get... And you know, people listening who's been to both. I've never been to either of them. But it kind of looks like you can get kind of the same thing at Chefs Day France. So... Like, we have, for the starters, this sounds amazing, but they have a Maine lobster salad with passion fruit vinaigrette. Sold. Yeah.
0: Do they have Maine lobsters in France?
2: Right. That's where I'm kind
1: of...
0: Or do they have French lobsters in France?
1: Oh. I don't even know that that's true.
0: Well, they can bring in fresh seafood just like we can. Yeah. Never mind. I'm, I'm just nitpicking. No.
1: You mean that person?
0: Yeah. Oh. At work, I call this Spicy Scott, and people like it.
2: Well, all right then. (laughs) And people like it. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that here. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Spicy Scott. (laughs) (laughs) And a word with Spicy Scott
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maine lobsters do not come from France. And then we
2: have, which this one I'm kind of rolling my eyes at, but I'm not a fan of this fish. We have for the fish course, sea bass in puff pastry. And then sauce charron, Monsieur Paul style. Sea bass, I think, is one of the most nastiest f- fishes ever. Cause it's it, delicious. You like it? I do. I was not. I remember I got that on the cruise. And I just it it tasted like the ocean, and not for like for that. Yeah, I prefer red snapper. But there you go, Scott. You know what to get, and then snapper in potato scales with thyme sauce.
0: What is a yeah. potato scale? Are they just like, Are they like thinly sliced potatoes, thinly. like yeah. Yeah. scallops, yeah. like a gratine, gratin? gratin.
2: Ooh, seared scallops served with maple pumpkin velote? Velote. velote. Not sure about the pumpkin with the scallops.
1: I don't know. Scallops are one of those things that they have such a unique flavor on their own. You really have to be careful what you pair them with mm-hmm. because they kind of like mar all the flavors of everything else around them. Yeah. But I mean, you know but I would hope that a chef that put that together would know what he was doing or she was doing Mm -hmm. and plan appropriately.
3: See, that's the thing I think with French cuisine is it's so complex and very precise that I don't know, they just have such a unique flavor profile but in some ways well they're chefs so obviously in all ways they pretty much know what they're doing.
1: So yeah. it's like... Or they're not a chef for very long if they don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's just a very complex elegant sort of...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Elevated. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then for the meat courses you have rack of lamb. Pass. Center cut beef tenderloins. Um, and then chicken fricato See with moral, morels. Oh, oh.
1: Chicken and mushrooms.
2: Morel mushrooms. Ooh. Where are they getting their morel? Who's your mushroom guy? <laughs> because we have to hunt for them here in the Midwest.
1: But. They probably grow them on a very special part of the land pavilion.
2: Well, we will find out when we take that tour.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Their fungi room. <laughs> that would be really cool actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have we talked about Remy's Ratatouille adventure?
1: Uh, just in passing.
0: Okay, so that's this is another one of the pavilions that has an attraction in it. Candace is rolling her it eyes because, has it's more than that because it's
1: IP. Impressions to France is over there too.
0: Yeah. It yeah, it, that's a movie, right?
1: Yes. But and the beauty and the beast sing along is also over there.
0: It is an attraction in France that's based on the Ratatouille movie. I am excited to try this attraction. I think it looks super cute. For those that don't know, the idea behind the attraction is that you are shrunk down to the size of a mouse and you run through rat. Fine. I think the cars are mice.
1: But Remy is a rat.
0: I know. We'll find out when we go on it.
1: Small rodent.
0: Yeah, small rodent of some sort. Either a very small rodent or a slightly larger small rodent that sometimes carries pizza. If you're in New York. <laughs> France. I Stick am France. Just so distracted. But you are shrunk down to the size of a rat. And you go through the kitchen and through the story of Ratatouille. It just looks super cute. It's a trackless ride system, kind of screen based. Um, it just to me, it looks like a, a fun little fun little attraction. If you don't have to wait for thirty seven hours for it.
1: And it was actually developed and built in uh, Disneyland Paris first.
0: Yes.
2: Wow. Oh, oh how appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that movie, so I'm excited for that ride.
0: Yeah. And Candace and I, next time we go to Disney World, are going to be staying at the Beach Club, mm-hmm. which from the edge of the Beach Club property is 132 steps. 123. one hundred and twenty. Apparently, I'm a little dyslexic when it comes to math. 123 steps to the International Gateway entrance of Epcot, which you come in through the International Gateway, you turn to the right, and you walk over and you get yourself a nice little pastry from the patisserie
2: can you get better than that no no
0: so if you're coming in in the international gateway you're going to be right there between france and our next pavilion Mm -hmm. but before we move on anything else we want to say about france no no okay we are marching across the bridge Mm -hmm. Which makes a hundred percent sense if you think about it. We're we're crossing a waterway from France to move our way into the United Kingdom.
3: Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you're <up> all <laughs> beautiful.
0: <laughs> and to get to the United Kingdom from France, you have to cross a waterway.
1: hmm Geography. Geography.
0: Wow. You can take the, the channel. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney should do that. They should put an underground tunnel under the... It'd constantly be swamped, but it would be awesome to just have and go under the water like you do to get from France to As opposed to walking over a bridge? I know. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Just begrudge me this.
1: All right, fine. It's a dream, Candace. It's it's a dream. All right. Have your dream. (laughs) All right. So... In the space of only a few hundred feet, visitors to this pavilion stroll from an elegant London square to the edge of a canal in the rural countryside via a bustling urban English street framed by buildings that constitute a veritable rhapsody of historic architectural styles. But one scene leads to the next so smoothly that nothing ever seems amiss. Do note the meticulous attention to detail, the half-timbered high street structure ...that leans a bit, and the hand-painted smoke stains that make the chimneys look like they've been there for centuries. When a thatched roof is required, it's right where it should be, though the roof may be made of plastic broom bristles because fire regulations prohibit the real thing. Off to the side is a pair of scarlet phone booths identical to those used to be found around the United Kingdom, and there are eight architectural styles characteristic of actual streetscapes, from the English Tudor to Georgian and Victorian times. There is no major attraction in this pavilion. Instead, it features a selection of quaint shops and the Rosen Crown, a popular restaurant and pub that serves a selection of beers and ales that would be the toast of any local in London itself. Live entertainment is usually offered here at Epcot's version of the United Kingdom, including rock concerts courtesy of a cover band called Command Performance and cheerful visits by Mary Poppin and Alice from Alice in Wonderland.
0: UK is one of my favorite pavilions.
1: Yes, agreed.
2: Fun fact, Alice was the first character I've ever seen. I didn't meet her, but she was the first character I ever saw at Disney World. Really?
0: Really, Mm -hmm. while we were in the UK? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Cause we, um, we came in through the international gateway mm-hmm. to get to Epcot and, um, you and Candace had fish and chips and I was too excited to eat obviously cause I was like six years old in my mind when we went <laughs> <laughs> for the first time and yeah, saw her for the first, she was my first character I ever saw. So. Nice.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, the fish and chips shop there is really good. I want to, at some point, just go have a drink in the Rose and Crown. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. get a reservation or whatever and go sit, see if we can sit out by the lagoon at the Rosen and Crown and have, have a pint in I'm England. i to get a snake bite. Which is?
1: It's beer and cider Ooh. mixed Ooh. together. Yum. That sounds lovely. And you can request that they do like more of one than the other. So if you want it a little sweeter, they can put a little bit more cider in it. Or if not so much, then you, they can put a little bit more beer in it. Love that. Mm-hmm. That is actually where I had my very first Guinness. Is it? Mm-hmm. And it was during my first trip. And at that time, they did not serve it cold. Mm. And as thick as Guinness is, it was kind of like chewing on motor oil.
0: Which Yum. is exactly what Guinness should be.
1: Mm-hmm. Really, it's supposed to. Be yeah, you served. don't get it
0: cold in the UK.
2: No, really. Mm-mm.
1: That's unfortunate, but <laughs> so it was interesting. It was an experience for sure. Yeah, but I still love Guinness.
2: Oh yeah, Since... Guinness is a good beer. Yeah, I I much prefer it cold, even though that's I guess not the way you're supposed to enjoy it. But yeah, yeah, heathen. <sighs> Sorry,
1: guys, Yankee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Lariah, what is your thought of the United Kingdom Pavilion? Do you remember it much?
3: Not much. I only really remember seeing Alice. Mm -hmm. We kind of... When we went, we kind of spent a lot of time in Morocco Mm -hmm. um, looking for a souvenir. Oh, yeah. And then we kind of had to race through the rest of them, so... I don't really remember France or um, the UK, but from what I do, I kind of remember a little bit of gardens, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that was pretty. That's I saw Alice in the gardens, and that was very, very beautiful.
0: Yeah, the gardens back there is like a little walking maze.
3: <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. I would love to do that the next
1: time we explore. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and that pavilion is another kind of small one.
1: Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff in that space. Yeah. But I do like the Twinings Tea Shop that is there. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then they also have the stuff that has, like, all the sports jerseys and, like, the Beatles t-shirts and the Rolling Stones stuff and, wow. like, all those kinds of things, too. I love that store.
2: Have you two been to Chippies? here in town we have not i think you two would have a hoot in there it's
0: fun put it on the list
1: yeah done
0: okay so again united kingdom doesn't have any attractions i think we'll get into yeah when we get into our our, our last episode of the season we'll get into maybe some things that they planned but never came to fruition and and that the United Kingdom is one of those things mm-hmm. that I really wish they would go back and revisit. Because mm-hmm. um, what they had planned was either a really good idea or a really bad idea. I don't know which. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. Teaser!
2: Ooh. <laughs> Spicy <laughs> Scott comes out again. That's
0: right. That's right. Okay. So you leave United Kingdom. Are we ready to leave United Kingdom? You can buy Beatles stuff. You can buy Rolling Stones merch. You can buy... Almost anything you want, British, right there in the UK mm-hmm. pavilion as well. Their shops there are really fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we leave the United Kingdom and we go straight into one of their provinces. Yep, which we head into O oh, Canada, 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 O
1: oh, Canada. Wait,
2: shut up.
0: Do I get to fly first class?
1: No, you're going to take business class.
0: <laughs> do I get to meet the concierge? Concierge Marie. Yeah. Could
2: you have picked a stinkier food? Hey, you do you have a bag of baby salad? poop in there too? <laughs> yes. Can I see a menu? Oh, we do not serve meals on, on flights flight. less than two hours.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so I don't really feel like reading that.
0: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, give the last one the same due that we've given everything else. Fine. This is is something that we hope will become educational for people. Hold, please.
1: Celebrating the many beauties of the USA's neighbor to the north, the area devoted to the Western Hemisphere's largest nation is complete with its own mountain, waterfall, rushing stream, rocky canyon, mine, and splendid garden massed with flowers there's even a totem pole a trading post and an elaborate mansard roof hotel similar to ones built by canadian railroad companies as they pushed west around the turn of the 20th century all this is imaginatively arranged somewhat like a split level house with the section representing french canada on top and another devoted to the mountains alongside it and below from a distance the hotel du canada the main building here looks like a little more than a bump on the landscape as does Epcot's single Canadian Rocky Mountain. But viewed up close, they both seem to tower as high as the genuine article. The gardens were inspired by the Bouchart Gardens on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, a famous park created by the site of a limestone quarry. The hotel is modeled in part after Ottawa's Victorian-style Chateau Laurier. Musical entertainment takes place at the Mill Stage a theater on the World Showcase Promenade on the United Kingdom side of the pavilion. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: So we talked a little bit when we were talking about Japan, right, where I found the pathway that I didn't know existed. Yeah. Yeah. Canada has another one of those pathways I didn't know existed. Really? Until I started looking at it on a map. Mm-hmm. Like, Candace, as she was reading the description, was talking about the Canadian Rockies. When you go down by Le Cellier, you go past the restaurant, there's, like, a little walking tour with, like, the mountains.
2: Is that kind of what you're talking about? No. No?
0: No. Really? There's, like, mountains and waterfalls and the whole bit. Yeah. Lacey's showing us a, a picture. Oh, wow. But it's it's like, what, a 10 or 15-minute walking mm-hmm. path if you take your time to just kind of go through. It's really? almost like an attraction. And looking at the map, the only attraction in Canada is actually down in that area. And it's the Canada Far and Wide in Circle Vision 360 is down close to that area. Mm-hmm. But it just, we talk so much about taking the time to explore This is one of those that you want to take the time to explore. If you just walk, if you stay on the main drag outside of Canada thinking, oh, it's just La Cellier, you're going to see the stage with the performers on it, which is really cool, but you're going to miss, just like I've done it, I've missed so much of what is in that Canada pavilion that you just need to take the time to explore it. It's amazing.
1: Plus, there's a stand that sells maple popcorn.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. That sounds delicious.
3: See, I love that, though, that there's like a little walking attraction. Mm-hmm. I think that's what all the countries needs, because why do you go to another country to experience the culture and to go sightseeing? And so why would you put like rides yep. instead of like a sightseeing mm-hmm. walk through? like you're actually there? Yes. I love that. I love that so much.
0: Yeah, I agree. And LaCellier, yeah. That, and if you spend the time that you should, and this sounds so judgy and I don't mean it to, if you spend the time that you should in the pavilions, you do get immersed in that culture. Mm-hmm. They, they bring people from Japan, from France, from Canada, from, to work in those pavilions for that very reason. Right. So you're hearing the accent. If you speak French Canadian, you can, you can talk to people in Canada in French. Wow. Because they bring in people from those countries that, that really, and just immersing yourself in that. And that sort of pulls back to why they built World Showcase in Epcot. Yeah. Like, if you think about, like, just to tie this all kind of back to Walt Disney, when he was thinking about Epcot, he was kind of thinking about a futuristic city. But when he died, they couldn't, that wasn't necessarily a feasible thing to do anymore. So they're like, well, Walt always loved the World's Fair and how people reacted to his attractions and rides at the World's Fair. And he loved all the different people coming together. And that's what they decided to build World Showcase for. It's supposed to be a showcase of people from different cultures and backgrounds coming together.
3: That's really beautiful.
0: Yeah. So spend I the time that. to go look for it.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: Yeah. That's why World Showcase exists. To show, and you think about the the different firework shows and that kind of thing, it's meant to show the harmony and the unity of the world. We're all human.
3: See, just such a sweet, sweet message yeah. to the world when you actually take the time to appreciate it.
0: Right. Why, like why blow people up? We're all human.
2: Uh, mm mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. There's no good guys when people are blowing one another up.
1: Nope,
2: no. not at
0: all. We, Candice, you you went away for a minute, and we started talking about war. See
2: what happened
3: when I <laughs> <laughs> Canada is my favorite
0: pavilion. Tell us why.
3: I I don't know. There's some cozy aspect about. I love wintery areas and colder areas like Alaska like the pictures you guys showed us on your trip that is my peace area I it's so quiet and calming and cozy and like
1: moose I love moose which are none of those things
3: no they're not (laughs) but I love like the cozy cabin aspect yes of it and also a very big reason is I swear it is a little bit colder in Canada when you walk through that pavilion I swear on my life it got breezier as we walked through
2: you had that experience alone so (laughs) I do not share the same experience (laughs) man I don't know
0: it was still Florida (laughs) in the summer uh...
1: actually no Not summer. Fall. Fall.
0: Okay. Early fall is just third summer in Florida. Summer junior. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the high temperatures being 98 degrees with 100% humidity, it's only 96 degrees and 100% humidity. Hey. Then when you walk through Canada, it drops down to like 94. There you go. Yeah.
2: I
3: I don't know. Maybe I was... Going crazy. Drunk, yeah. Maybe the sun was making me loony, but.
0: So, when you all walked through Canada, did you go back and explore down in at all? Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, not.
2: We spent most of our time in the Moroccan pavilion. I just. It was fun to look around. I think we also went to the Germany pavilion for a little bit, yeah, too. I, I was looking for candies.
3: Germany. Mexico, Italy.
2: Oh, Mexico, of course. That's my home. And Italy,
3: Morocco, the most.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Anything that our audience, anything else our audience needs to know about Canada? There's no attraction there other than the the theater show that we mentioned. La Célia is La an Cél... attraction in itself. Yes, one of the best. I, I don't think this is a hot take. One of the best. Uh, restaurants in all of disney world is in the canada pavilion if you like steak
1: Mm-hmm. agree
0: it's a fantastic steakhouse called La they have their um cheesy their cheese their a beer cheese their, soup beer apparently i can't speak their beer cheese soup which is delicious one of the best steaks i've ever had in my life i had when we were at La hmm really yeah I live in Nebraska and I had to go to Florida to get one of the top three best steaks of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: It was just cooked perfectly.
1: In a Canadian themed restaurant.
0: In a Canadian themed makes no sense. Right. But <laughs> that's the world we live in today. <laughs> it's my truth. Damn it. <laughs> Is
2: a Nebraskan steak in your top three? No. Wow. Way to go, Nebraska.
0: Right? It's not
2: for everyone.
3: (laughs) Oh, isn't there something special about like a Dole Whip stand in Canada? You can
1: get Dole Whip at the refreshment port kiosk in the Canadian Pavilion.
3: That's where I had my first
1: Dole Whip. You can also get Cronuts there, which is a hybrid croissant donut situation.
0: Is that actually in Canada, or is it, like, between? It's
1: betwixt. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm.
0: Because the only two restaurant locations or eating locations listed on the map are a Joffrey's and Le Cellier.
1: Perfection. Mm. But, I mean, then there is also the popcorn cart that has the maple popcorn and that sort of thing. Right. And then if you go up the stairs... Into a little gift shop that's up there, you can get beer.
0: Ooh. And another little fun fact, there used to be office space and there may even still be in the hotel building that Candace Mm -hmm. was reading about in the Canada Pavilion. So there's people that went to their nine to five in that building. Really? Mm -hmm.
2: Well, what the hell? (laughs) I want my office building to be in Disney World. Right. Right. It's not fair. I would be way more chipper going into work if that were the case.
0: I would be way more drunk at work if that were the case.
2: <laughs> way more? Way more?
3: <laughs> and
0: I, I'd also be way more broke from being way more drunk at Disney World at work. Right?
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Anything else that we want to talk about? World Showcase.
1: Other than the fact that I love it very much. Yes. World Showcase is amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't think people give it enough credit. Like people that say there's nothing to do in Epcot need to be tested because there is so much to do in Epcot.
2: Especially if you're a foodie yes like us like and I feel like most people are foodies like what's better than eating delicious food like there's not a whole lot out there
3: with a beautiful view yeah yes Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I I really think that the next time we're all for there that spending a lot of time in world showcase is a must do yeah Mm -hmm. and just like moseying around with like snacks and drinks and like actually trying some of these like popular foods and stuff like that
1: i just that's that's something we need to do Mm -hmm. agreed agreed and we'll just put on our psa just because i feel that it's our responsibility as good disney adults to say these things do not go to epcot with the Intention of drinking around the world and making a fool of yourself and embarrassing you and your travel party or getting doing something stupid and getting yourself kicked out.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're also ruining it for other people. Yes. And yes. there are children. Yep. Yes. And I'm sure no cast member wants to deal with your drunk butt.
0: Right. No. Yes. Just be kind. Be good humans. Mm hmm. We talked a minute ago about how it was meant to show the connectedness between humans. So go into it and expect yourself to be a good human. Okay, anything else? Okay, looking forward to our next episode. Again, it will be all about the things that were planned for Epcot's World Showcase that never made it or things that we would love to see in epcot's world showcase that we think they should consider so tune in for our last episode of the season next week and listen into that one it should be a fun one too and then yeah remember there's a great big beautiful tomorrow and we'll
1: see you real soon